Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. It's Mr. Ish. We're here at Kips Bay Boys and Girls Club, Kudair Clubhouse, Summer Camp. You know what Summer Camp also brings us? S-Y-E-P. Free work. State workers, baby. That's what we call them. They're out here for a check, baby. I like it. I was one when I was young. So let's talk about it. Let's see what the experiences are so far. If they've been here for a while, all that good stuff. So let's introduce yourself. Give me your name. I guess you could give me your age so we can have a ballpark figure. Kind of person we talking to? You can go first. My left. Um, my my name is Melanie and I'm 16. Melanie, 16 years old, fresh. She's a she's a you're a senior this year, right? Maybe. Um, Are you a junior? Freshman. You're a freshman in high school? Yeah. At 16? I mean, I'm a sophomore. Oh, yeah. I was like, yo, I don't, I don't <laughs> want, I don't want to say that you got left back three years, but <laughs> freshman in 16 is tough. You're gonna be a super senior then. Um, next. I'm Sandrea and I'm 17. Did I did I shut your thing down? Okay. You hear me? You yeah. Hear me? yeah, I hear you now. I'm Sandrea and I'm 17. 17 years old. Welcome, ladies. Um, the reason why we're doing this podcast is because your group is a little, you know, they can't they can't sit they can't sit still for a while, so we can't waste no time. But uh, both of y'all SYEPs, this is your first year in um, this clubhouse because yeah. I've yeah. never seen you before. Um, I'm a I'm a good judge of. of at least remembering faces. And um, have you worked in the system before? Yeah, yeah. last summer. Last summer? What, what did you work at last summer? I was working with um, middle school kids. In a, in, in a Kids Bay program? Uh-huh. In which site? Which site were you using? Damn, I forgot. Castle Hill, Throsnet? Yeah, Castle Hill. Castle, Castle Hill. Hill, okay. So you from that area? Yeah. Okay, so it's probably easier for you. Um, what about you? What, where, where did you work at before? I was online because. Oh, you, know, you had the pandemic. Yeah. So you was a uh, you was fake you was fake working. Um, I wouldn't call it fake. Yes, you was zooming and getting paid. That's what basically. Yeah. You were doing. Okay, so it was fake working. You wasn't out here with these kids, oh, putting yeah. them, taking them to the bathroom. And, but I and wanted all that stuff. to. If yeah, that wanting to and actually doing the two different things. But there's two different experiences. Okay, that's cool. Um, so what what got you uh to be part of the SYEP program? Um. One and they get to the bag. Okay. She needs to get to the bag. She needs a she needs her nail money. Yep. And my hair. And she needs a hair did. So okay, so that's part of it. But was there any other reason? Like for school. For school. You wanna get that college credit, you wanna be able to put that I've worked here, I've volunteered there and stuff like that. For me I would say I actually like kids. Like I like I like the kids I work with, but they just no, well, you know, it's a tough age group. It's an age group that, you know, they didn't, they, you know, when, when you guys were during the pandemic and you didn't have school and stuff like that, these kids were two years old or three. So they didn't, they don't understand what even Head Start is. So for them to all of a sudden just be in an environment like what we have, it's, it's really hard. You know, I have a daughter that's six years old. I mean, thank God that she's, you know, I think I'd, I'd like to say she's a little more advanced, but it's just because she's been in this program for a while so she 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 acts a little different but it's just because she knows you know she knows everybody and she feels like i've been there for three years already so that's basically the only the only difference um but it's always challenging working with kids you know with the today you may have this and the next day you may have the all quiet and the next day you may have them just going berserk again um it's definitely an adventure you can't come in here tired that i can tell you um, but there's been, you know, there's other opportunities in, in SYEP that you could just work in. You could work in the office. You could work in the, 
in the parks and you know clean the parks and grass and all that stuff and still get paid the same if you're a person that don't like dealing with kids um it's not all about the kids you can work in a pool if you're a, you know if you're a person that likes to be in the water um so there's a, different opportunities um so you said that you wanted to get to the bag both of you you wanted to get the money you needed that and you needed some experience in college um what else what else do you see a benefit of, of working for the program um Working with kids in general? Well, it definitely um, definitely opens your eyes to parenthood. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're, 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 you're far, far away from it, I hope. But at least, you know, it opens up your eyes to, you know, parenting and, and stuff like that. Because at the age, the, the group that you have is five and six. This age group will be like, if you were a parent, this is the real age group right here. Yeah. This is where it's really, really challenging to get them to listen, to get them to learn, to get them, you know, organized and aligned, stop going to the bathroom. This is the, this is the, the age group that has to go to the bathroom the most. Yes, definitely. And as much as I say I don't, you know, I don't want them using the bathroom when they're in my class, they can't control much much of the stuff. So I'd rather them not have an accident and put us through uh, us cleaning it and just send them to the bathroom. But that's that's a that's a problem. And when you send one, everybody wants to go. So you want water? Oh, I want water. You want to yeah. go back? Oh, I want to go back. You want this? Oh, I want to do this. So they just really f a lot of following. They followers. Monkey see monkey do. Yeah, there a lot <laughs> a lot of that. Um. So what other experiences you ladies have? Or your know, life experiences? What's going on in uh, like a sixteen hair. and seventeen year old? I like doing hair. I okay. went to cosmetology school. Okay. I make wigs. I made my first wig, but Ooh. I never finished it. That's cool. I don't know. My sister does hair, but she don't do wigs. Um, what do you like to do? Um, I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, I've had hobbies like I used to dance and I used to play volleyball, but I don't really do that too much because I'm the oldest of four kids. Okay. So I stay home a lot. Are you watching the other kids? Yeah. So you're already, you're already uh yeah kind of a, That's a sis sister mom. No, I no, used no, to raise sense. kids when they was babies. Oh, when they were baby babies. Yes, okay. I was the first mother. That's tough, and, and I think that sometimes, that you know, as a parent, um, we, you know, I don't have a si my son is twenty five, but he never had to watch his sisters. Um, it, you know, as a parent, you can't really put that on, but we have to at times, put that on the next sibling that's older because maybe your mom has to work. So if it's because you get out of school and you can pick up your sister and and you know you can start cooking and your mom gets home at seven, it's understandable, but that's part of parenting. One of those things that sometimes you just, you know, you can't, it'll change your life if you always have to watch your kid, your sister and your brother. And that's not fair to you because maybe you want to go out and have some fun. Maybe you want to go out with your friends and, you know, to the movies and you can't because you have to kind of watch your brother and sister. I, I I'd always thought that was unfair when parents do that. I know I understand when it's necessary, but I also think it's very unfair. Um, I, my mother don't even watch my kids. She don't. My mom don't watch my kids. You know how somebody, oh, go to grandma's house for the weekend. Yeah. That is never happening. <laughs> that is never happening. And my mother lives, and we live in the same complex. My mother lives like three floors down. And my, my the most my mother does is take my daughter to church. I'd be like, Ma, go ahead, take them to church. And, you know, she'll take them at 10. She'll be back by 1 or something like that. But that's the most my mother would do. My mother's not watching my kids at all. Why not? 
Um, it's just me and my wife has always been like, we had the kids. It's our responsibility. And yes, grandparents are like, oh, yeah, you can bring them and all that stuff. But we just like, these our kids. We need to make it work for us. So, yes, there's times that I'm coming home on the weekend at 8 o'clock when I really want to hang out or be in the barbecue a little longer. I got two kids that are, you know, they're 6 and 10. If I had my 25-year-old, I'd be like, all right, Dave, see you later. And I'll be at the club. <laughs> or, I'll be, or I'll be hanging at the barbecue a little later because he's 25. But I, I have two babies. I made two babies when I was older. and It's part of what, what my life is now. So it's a little different. Plus, I also think my mom is not going to do it. My mom is not that helpful. I don't even give you a shout out. My mom, she's not that helpful. Um, her mother is, but her mother, my wife's mother, but she's in a wheelchair. So as helpful as she is, she's in a wheelchair. It is. But she will, but she will watch them like leave them here for a weekend. But it's unfair to her because she she could barely get around. So it's not fair. It's not fair to do that. So you know, I'm in a predicament. But it is what it is. I'm happy. I can't change my life. Um, you know, I was asking people the other day, um, like different jobs they want to do. You know how many people want to do cosmetology and, and hair now? It's like almost yeah. everybody, almost everybody. And that's cool because, you know, it's one of those jobs that you're your own boss. You can set kind of your own rate. You can work at whatever hours you want. And it's just a matter if you're a people people, if you're good. And it's something that you could still be a professional. Like, you could be a teacher and do hair on weekends. Like, you could still have that as a side hustle. So, it's, it's kind of cool. My sister does braids only. And she get paid. She get paid more than me, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I work hard. And she could do, like, she could do a head on, on Friday, get 300 A head on Saturday, get about 250 300 That's 600 in two days. I don't make that in a week. And I come to work every day, and I got to pay for gas and all that other stuff. <laughs> she make it She make it in two days. And she'd be crying like, oh, I don't know. And she'd be turning down people. I'd be like, turning down people? Yeah. Like, you don't understand. I, like, my hustle and my, my head is different. Like, there's no reason why I can't do at least one head a day. You know, I, that's two. the way I would do it. But sometimes I know, it's, you know, people get long hair. Yeah. Like, you get long hair. It takes a long time. But I'm saying, just one head a day at two to $300, I'm golden. But she, she's lazy in that sense. She don't, she don't have a good hustle game. But I told her, when you go to college, you better do something. You better change your, 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 your braid prices. You better do something because nobody's going to be paying $300 if they're in college. So you need to have your, I owe you money, or you need to get your bargaining. If you do hair and she do your nails, maybe you could braid her nail. And, you know, work it out. And everybody, everybody could get something. Because the boys just go with $5 and get a fade. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're over there. Yo, papi, how much you? Uh, we're going to this party. A little fade. <laughs> Shave them up. A little $5 and they good. <laughs> Buy me a sandwich or something. But you girls got to go into it. Yeah. Like you you got to get You got to leave. You got to get your eyelashes and all that stuff. Miss K used to have some good eyelashes. She had an eyelash washing machine. Like, it was, she never brought it in. So I never got to see it. But it was like a, a washing machine for her eyelashes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she had like she had them like in little cabinets and they were named and stuff. That's that's complicated stuff, man. That's yeah. another thing. People uh. practice doing stuff on their own, like get their own hair. So people don't depend on other people. Like Come on. me, I did my own hair. I always I don't let nobody else touch my hair. I yeah, I did well, my if you own had hair. to pay for it, you know that's different. If right now if your hair probably costs a couple of hundred dollars, right, to get it done, you got to buy the hair, you got to get the time to do it, and it's long. So you you probably paying you know two three hundred dollars 
practicing on myself. I paint I my own never. nails. I'd be like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> I got no issues. My daughters paint my nails though. They they cool and like do that. You take them off after. Huh? Well, if they paint my toes, I don't take them off. But I, they don't paint. They don't do my hands. They usually do my toes. Uh, they put makeup on me. I let them do everything. I don't care. That's I'm a, so I'm a, I'm a daddy, daddy. You know. My dad would never. I don't. Hey, they girls. They gonna practice on me and they gonna. Sometimes they want to take pictures. I be like, alright, the pictures are over. <laughs> but you, if they want to put eyeliner on me, just put eyeliner. I don't care. So they can learn when they're older. And they don't gotta depend on people to do their makeup. Now so they have each other, so you. now they practice on each other. So now they they have their own thing and they practice on each other, but it's um uh, it's definitely a good I, I would tell you guys to learn as much as you can, get your clientele, take a lot of pictures, um sometimes set, setting a price and then and then uh, doing stuff for free if there's an opportunity to get exposure you have to work every single angle you can, um that's where I get upset at my sister. Like, I, I do photography and videography, so I tell her, when you're doing your hair, since we're in the same building, let me go downstairs and film you. You know, do a couple of things, make you a nice, you know, a nice video, a nice collage. You'll be like, I got it. I got an iPhone. i be like, yo, but it's not the same. Like, the quality is not the same. So, you know, and she's like, she, stay, she stays like, oh, I can do it myself. I'll be like, yo, it's not the same. It's not, it's not telling you that you don't have the right angle. It's that a photographer and a person on an iPhone are two different things. Yeah. And she don't want to accept it. I'm not even charging her. I but she's like, I'm like, yo, my wife does websites and stuff like that. My wife's like, yo, she does hair, but she does hair like in Soho. So her hair prices are ridiculous in the 2000s and stuff like that. Oh, so I told man. her, my wife was trying to get her into like a program where she's like, yo, this is what you need to do. Do it this way. This is the kind of clientele you want. She's like, my sister's just hood. My sister's hood and she don't care. How old is and she? Well, she just she just turned nineteen because she's going to college now. Uh-huh. Um, and my sister is African American, that's why it sounds a little funny. But she's a, she's adopted. My mom's adopted two African American girls, so it's you know it's funny in the sense that she just don't want to take no. She's like stubborn. If you try to help her, she don't care. She wants to do it her way. So it's sad because I think that she could do way better. But she's doing alright. She's doing okay. But she could yeah. just be doing better. Yeah, she could definitely do better. She could definitely be making better prices. And then, you know, when like when somebody goes to Soho, let's say they're going on vacation and they're going to Jamaica or they're going somewhere. If um if they need their hair braided, if they need their hair braided, my wife don't she don't do that type of hair there. But if she has somebody she could recommend and was kind of professional about it, she'll be like, Hey, I got an outstanding person that would come to your house and do it. Oh, how much you charge? Yo, she only charged four or five hundred. Oh my god. They'll be they'll jump on that quick because they're already paying two thousand dollars for a haircut, right. so they don't care about five hundred dollar braids. And then that's where the famous people come in. There's famous people all over. Then you meet the right person. Now you could be the hair the hairstylist. But my sister's not that person. She don't want to take that leap of faith. So it is what it is. Um, yeah. ladies, well, thank you. This was the best the best conversation I had today, and <laughs> it was about hair. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, we'll get back to you guys. We'll talk. We'll talk a little more Most now that now that, that we broke the you know broke the the seal, and then uh, you guys feel a little more confident. But um, I like to know a little bit more about you guys. All right, so let's say our goodbyes. We'll save this or we'll post it up for you, so so you can get uh you know hood famous. All right, say goodbye. Later. <laughs> See you, Check, 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 one, two, one, two, check, 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 check.